podcast that explores how Christian doctrine should be lived out in fellowship from a Reformed Baptist perspective. We are back again. We are doing a uh, a double header, so to say, on part the weekend. Two. <laughs> That's right. Actually, this won't be a part two, right? This is just be part this, two. This is a standalone this. guy. Yeah. That's right. Uh, anyway, we're back Super from. Standalone. So we just finished up our. So if you're listening, this might be divvied out a little bit, but if you listen to the Kanye episode, Kanye West episode, mm. we just got done recording that, and now we're recording this episode. And Chad, yeah. what's this episode on? Uh, so today, we get to talk about Christian liberty. Ooh. Yeah. This yeah. going to be fun. Going to get dicey today. Yeah. <laughs> People ain't going to like us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nobody likes I, us. I don't know if anybody likes us right <laughs> Yeah, now. nobody <laughs> likes us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this one will be interesting for me because I think just based on natural conversation between us three, like in the past on off, like off air, not on podcast, like, uh, I've got some questions and I've got some things to talk about with Christian uh-huh. Liberty. So yeah. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I think the best way to get started, unless Jack, you want to say something real quick? No, no, no. You good? No, no you're right. good. Um, yeah. So defining christian liberty what is it what is it uh-huh. not what was the literal definition is there any 1689 on that like, because your guys's faces throwing anytime shade. i talk about the 1689 you're just like oh gosh not again <laughs> uh as far as i know let me look it up real quick here i mean mm-hmm. i was gonna go to some scripture stuff before oh actually nope it, yep, there is. In your oh, face, Chad. All right. In your fizzes. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's see it. One, six, eight, nine. But that sucks because the way you asked us and we were quiet for so long. Yeah. Do we really know? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. it's all like, I don't know if I can uh, do this. <laughs> okay, so chapter 21 of the 1689 is of Christian liberty and liberty of conscience. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in three. So obviously, if you read a confession, it is a chapter and then there's like two or three paragraphs, right? So. Uh, this is says basically uh, the sixteen eighty nine says the liberty of which which Christ hath purchased for believers under the gospel consists in their freedom from the guilt of sin, the condemning wrath of God, the rigor and curse of the law, and their being delivered from this present evil world, bondage to Satan and dominion of sin, from the evil of afflictions, the fear and sting of death, the victory of grave, and everlasting damnation as also in their free access to God and their yielding obedience unto him, not out of slavish, literally says slavish fear, Hmm. but a childlike love and willing mind, all which were common also to believers under the law for the substance of them. But under the New Testament, the liberty of Christians is further enlarged in their freedom from the yoke of the ceremonial law to which the Jewish church was subjected and in greater boldness of access to the throne of grace and in fuller communications of the free spirit of God than believers under the law did ordinarily partake of. Basically, it's talking about like we were once saved slaves to sin, slaves to fear, Mm -hmm. slaves to and under the effect of God's wrath. Now we've been set free of that. Now we're no longer of that. So it cites... Galatians 3:13, Galatians 1:14, Acts 26:18, Romans 8:3, Romans 8:28, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 54 to 57. So there's that. And it says God alone is Lord of the conscience. 
and hath left it free from the doctrines and commandments of men, which are in anything contrary to his word or not contained in it. So that to believe such doctrines, I know I'm going super KJV right now, or obey such commands out of conscience is to betray true liberty of conscience and the requirement of an implicit faith and absolute and blind obedience is to destroy liberty of conscience and reason also. They who upon pretense of Christian liberty do practice any sin or cherish any sinful lust as they do thereby pervert the main design of the grace of the gospel to their own destruction. So this is talking about like if you sin and basically you're partaking in actual like sin any or cherish any sinful lust, you are preventing and perverting the gospel. You're not engaging in Christian liberty. So if you're engaging in alcohol and that leads to drunkenness, you're perverting the gospel. Mm-hmm. If you, let's say, smoke uh, a billion cigars and are just like out of your gourd and dehydrated and everything like that, you pervert the gospel because you... So you just have to stay hydrated? I mean, kind of. <laughs> but anyway, With basically... It is, uh, they pervert the main design of the grace of the gospel to their own destruction. So they wholly destroy the end of Christian liberty, which is that being delivered out of the hands of all our enemies, we might serve the Lord without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. So basically what this is getting to is basically the end of Christian liberty is basically you have been delivered out of the hands of Satan and our enemies and you can enjoy things versus you're living in fear. Yeah. But it, I mean, I would say that also like it's saying that for sure you can, you can now enjoy those things with the freedom of Christ, but we obviously we're going to get into those things um, because there's limitations to not like take advantage of uh, because there's the, there's the precept that, uh, I'm saved by Jesus, mm-hmm. and I'm justified by him, and uh, if you truly understand that, you're not going to take advantage of that. So Paul puts it like this, not mm-hmm. to interject, but Paul not puts it like this in 1 Corinthians 6, starting verse 12. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything right. is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food mm-hmm. is for the stomach, and the stomach for food, mm-hmm. and God will do away with both for them. However, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. God raises up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Don't Mm -hmm. you know that your bodies are a part of Christ's body? So should I take a part of Christ's body and make it part of a prostitute? Absolutely not. Don't you know that anyone joined to a prostitute is one body with her? For the scripture says the two will become one flesh, but anybody joined to the Lord is one with spirit. Yeah. So that's going back to everything. You can say everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial, as Paul says. Yeah, and um, I okay. So that's a great start. Um, and now to get into the thick of it, I think we need to start first with like what Jesus has done for us as believers. He's given us like God gives us the law. Like there's there's the Jewish law. Yeah. Right. Um, and we now have freedom from 
Jewish law, if that makes sense. I think we have freedom like, from the condemn, condemnation of the law. Yes. So the law— but, but the law still directs us. Yeah. And guides us. Convicts us, yeah. Convicts us. Yeah. Yeah, the law shows us our sin. Yeah. Exactly. It shows us our sin, mm-hmm. um, but now our response is to, uh, you know, we, we, we ask for forgiveness because of Jesus' spilt blood yeah so we, we don't have to do we anything. look we look to christ as our king now mm-hmm. right so the law so even paul talks about this in galatians where he says the law was serving its purpose for a period of time until christ came yeah you know Amen. so and christ has fulfilled the law let's get that correct christ yeah. fulfilled the law he didn't mm-hmm. break it he fulfilled it mm-hmm. um he had to do that on our part in order to make us clean as well too by mm-hmm. a sacrifice so perfect sacrifice yeah yep. yeah but yeah, I would say that we look to Christ now, mm-hmm. and Christ has fulfilled the law. And not only that, he is the law giver, too. Mm-hmm. Like, let's remind ourselves of who Jesus is within the the community of the Trinity uh, on who we worship. So, What was the verbiage that Paul used in that passage you're reading? Uh, we are now per—what was it that you said? As far as, like, as far as, like, the— uh, like the freedom, basically, we now have freedom in certain things, right? Like we can, like we can eat pork, or you know, we can. Yeah. It's it's it, it's okay to drink alcohol, but not yeah. to drunkenness and to, to yeah. Everything everything is permissible for permissible, me, but not yeah. everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but mm-hmm. I will not be mastered by anything. Right, and I think that's the first focus is uh, you know being mastered by something. Um, so that opens the door to then talk about like. What are the things that we're talking about um, of basically like, you know, what are the things that we struggle with and uh, maybe enjoy? It's So basically that, that are sins that or that could be considered a sin, something so, that we possibly enjoy. Yeah. So, so let's just start with a list that I put together. Okay. Sure. So we got smoking, okay. social drinking, mm-hmm. recreational gambling, mm-hmm. dancing, mm-hmm. movies, videos, mm-hmm. Uh, foul language. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm sure we could think of a few other things, sure. but like, yeah. so if if what Paul is saying is true, what all does what he said apply to? Um, well, I think he even talks about it too in just that within the context of the script, right? So he says, "Food is for the stomach, and the stomach for food," and God will do away with both of them. Mm-hmm. Paul is talking too. He goes on. However, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. So this is where people mix up that whole "I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit" and mm. stuff like that. Mm. And I kind of like mess with people because I'm like, "Hey, you know there was incense in the temple? Hey, you're just trolling. People. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, my cigar, incense, baby. <laughs> I'll mess with them like that. But I, I think so. Here's the thing: like, God gives you his presence through the power of the Holy spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And he will convict you of certain things. And so, I mean, if I have one, like I just do this myself, I'm going to limit myself to one beer. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's permit. Okay. Drinking beer, that's permissible for me, Mm -hmm. but maybe drinking three, that's going into drunkenness. That's not going to be beneficial. Mm -hmm. And so I can partake, but it's all like, Hmm, I think we have to just be aware of the, effects on us when we partake in our liberty and not abuse that liberty that's given to us. 
Yeah, and one thing to understand is that, you know, it's three beers for you. How many beers is it for me? Yeah, uh, and that goes back, yeah. Like, with, like, like, like for me personally, like, uh, four beers is usually my limit, mm-hmm. depending on what type of beer it is. Yeah, if it's like, like that Michelob Ultralight IPA. that you shared yesterday, <laughs> the other day. <laughs> my glorified beer water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2.5 carbs, Michelob Ultra, hashtag shout out. Um, We're not sponsored, but keto. we'll take it. Keto beer. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah, for me, it just depends on what type of beer, what's the alcohol percentage. And I'm looking at the alcohol percentage, right, to, like, yeah, gauge. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, like, with wine, it's, I don't know how many glasses. It's maybe three. Uh, it just depends on the percentage, yeah. right? But I'm But, but your I'm goal watchful. isn't to always to just, like, sit there and just, like, well, I'm home Try from work. To get to I'm going to get to that point to where I'm uh-huh. going to be drunk and, or buzzed yeah. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I actually was an alcoholic as soon as I got back from my deployment. Didn't even know it. I was actually going to uh, started going to college and I took an intro to addictive drugs class. And as I was reviewing and studying the 12 step process or whatever, Mm -hmm. I found myself on like step what, you know, X. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm an alcoholic. And Hmm. like Janelle was being very graceful because we had just gotten married. I just got back from war and like I was just drinking a six pack a night, essentially. Um, if not more sometimes. You should have invited me over and you could have had your three and I could have had my three. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> or no, I could only do two. Gravy. So I could have done two and then Jack Wonder could do Twins one, power so activate. It would be all right. Yeah. <laughs> it would be all right. So, so, so in that, I was definitely dealing with some stuff, but also in sin. And, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit illuminated that to me. And, you know, I st- actually stopped drinking for quite some time. Uh, and then I had a few Christian brothers introduce like real beer to me because at that point I had grown up in California and. Um, all I had was Keystone Light, Coors Light, just Ooh. the bottom of the wretched barrel of beer, and got introduced that's to microbreweries. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's total, total, total beer depravity. Um, and, uh, and now you drink good beer, so hey. there is there, there can be redemption. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There is hope. Um, so yeah, so like you know, I struggled with that, and so now it's it it because it was a thing. I know I have to be ultra watchful, so I get. Michelob Ultra, Ultra Light. <laughs> light. <laughs> but anyway, so that's like a small example. Um, uh, you know, I also struggled with smoking cigarettes for a while after deployment because mm-hmm. I went a year and that was kind Same of my here. thing. Yeah. yeah, smoking cigarettes. And uh, I had to put that away because that's just straight up killing you. And it was, you know, Janelle didn't like it um, and, and, and I was hiding it from her. Mm. Um, and so that took probably about a year to really year and a half probably to quit because then I'd have guys at work that would smoke and sure. I would go bum a cigarette and, yep. you know, and I felt at, at the time I was going to Mars Hill. So I was like, Oh yeah, no, it's cool. There's, there's guys I know in the church that smoke cigarettes yeah. and you know, there's that whole worship. thing hmm. where, where, where I felt a young uh, believer was like, I'm justified in this. I can do this. But hmm. really it wasn't, you know, the Holy spirit's different. I would say for people, for certain people. So yeah. for me, I was doing it. And I know the Holy Spirit was actively telling me not to um, through Janelle. Um, yeah. But I was not walking in step in the Spirit to really know what I was, you know, what I was to do. I mean, there were glimpses of me knowing that I was in sin. Uh, but then I would be like, uh, no, I mean, there's other Christians that I know that smoke cigarettes, so I can do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of an interesting part of this is like we can talk about, you know, other So would things. you say, because you said the Holy Spirit not saying that he's different, but like how mm-hmm. he works in people's lives is different. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be someone's, it's not that necessarily that the Holy Spirit's different, but that yeah. 
people's consciences repentant i think repentance will look different in people's lives so for instance like Mm. chad what you're kind of going to is like some people at mars hill were smoking cigarettes because their repentance was i was smoking pot or doing meth Mm. and they were coming their repentance is going to look categorically different but then aren't you just going from one thing to another thing and and replace of something and then justifying why you would do that thing I mean, to it depends. I mean, I don't know that person's conscience, sure. but I would say yeah, what that. What are you convicted of? But right. I would say that you there's. You're like, well, I'm gonna smoke pot, so therefore now I'm gonna start, you know, smoking cigarettes. Or now I stop smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. Now I'm gonna go to cigars because I don't have to inhale, and then I'm gonna go from cigars because they smell a little different. And I'm gonna go smoking pipes, and you know, it's it's like always hmm. trying to find one thing to kind of lighten the load a little bit. Like I went from drinking dark beer to now drinking, you know, more IPAs, and then going from IPAs to going down to you know, like a, a, a blonde, you know, or something. And then now I'm drinking ultra light, you know, and stuff like, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like always trying to find something that's different. But I think that's, something. yeah. But I think it's also trying to balance out, like, mm. how am I going to be a good witness? Sure. How am I going to like make sure that my faculties are good to go while still engaging in this liberty and still, yeah. uh, being, not falling into sin. Yeah. So the, okay. So the first thing for me that I always think of is what does the Bible literally say God's word about what I'm doing? Uh-huh. And then if it's not absolutely clear, like, you know, smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol, it's drinking alcohol. Bible, I think there's the a alcohol there's is clear. Good, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, don't, don't become drunk. Um, but I think that, you know, just like Paul was saying that you can, uh, enjoy something like smoking, but if you do it, in excess to quote unquote drunkenness or, you know, you you abuse it, then it becomes sin. So in the same way, you know, if if, you're being mastered by that, yeah, I would say mastered because at at what point being excessive Mm -hmm. smoking, I was like, well, at what point is too much smoking? Yeah. When when it becomes like, isn't smoking just bad when it masters you, it's your idol. Yeah. 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 Like you have to wake up every morning and smoke a cigarette, and uh-huh. then after your coffee, you have to smoke a cigarette, and then yeah. after that, you yeah. have to take like five, like twenty-five minute breaks from you know right. cooking someone's food at a restaurant to go smoke a cigarette. Like it's ruling like your that. life yeah. essentially. Okay, and it's consuming your bank account yeah. and everything. To okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the the one thing that keeps popping in my head is, you know, I just want to ask you guys, um, is uh, foul language, so cussing. Yeah. Um, in like growing up and in the army, like cussed like a sailor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after I, um, came back to the Lord, uh, it kind of ceased for a little bit, but like every once in a while I got some flavor in my language. And, uh, even now today, like there's instances, um, at work or, I mean, even with you guys that, you know, all, all cuss here and there just to, um, you know, it's, it's almost like my natural flow of speak. And, uh, I mean, at this point, I don't, I'm not feeling, um, conviction to not, but it's like, it's based on the circumstance and where I'm at dictates if I cuss or not. And do you feel like that because you, you cuss, like you're cussing and I know this seems probably very, um, I don't know, shallow or something, but uh do you feel like maybe you cuss because you feel like you have to belong or identify with that group that you're with to be like, I'm in with them. Like that they, they kind of cuss a lot. So therefore I'm going to cuss like, you know, kind of like you said with the smoking, like they smoke. So I kind of smoked yeah. and I saw that that was okay in there. There's I had liberty in that. My, you know, my natural, pleasing. yeah, my, my natural response to that would be that like, I'd like to cuss because a, it can be funny and B, 
it can be expressive. Like I can express my feelings more mm-hmm. through cussing. And, you know, the question is, is that okay? Is that not okay? Sure. Um, because pe- people at work know that I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. um, but they know that I'm a Christian that sometimes will cuss. Sure. Uh, and that's not, you know, in front of groups or during a training because, you know, I'm in leadership at work. But it's like kind of on the side when we're just talking about whatever, like, you know, I might cuss here and there. And so, yeah, I, I just I'm, I'm not sure how I absolutely feel about that. Mm. Like, is it OK? I think I think we need first of all, I think we need I mean, go to James chapter three. Look at that, because that's what it's talking about. The tongue, right? It's mm-hmm. talking about both blessing and curse can come out of the same mm-hmm. place. And then James is saying, should that be? Probably not. Um, But yet again, I think uh, what he's talking about may be categorically different than what we deal with in the modern day Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Now, I'm not saying our cussing is the same cussing as they did maybe back in the ancient world. But what I think he's talking about, too, is um, just like what comes like you should be concerned about what comes out of your mouth and Mm -hmm. what you're witnessing to now. Um, some denominations may go full tilt. Like if you cuss, like you are in sin, which I'd be like, Oh, it's like, yeah, but I'm in sin like every day. <laughs> so, you know, um, mm-hmm. but yet again, I that think allow yeah. us to be justified yeah. and going like, yeah, well, yeah. then I'm going to cuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I think, think that, the, I don't think that gives us license. I don't yeah. think that gives us license, yeah. but I also think that, uh, what Byron's saying too, is like, do you do that in order to fit in? Do you mm-hmm. do that to this? I don't think, and that doesn't give us a license to necessarily either. It's like, oh, I'm going to go get drunk to try and witness Jesus. No, right. no, right. no, no. Yeah, like Paul uh, saying, I've become right. all things to all people. Yeah, like, wrong, no, it doesn't wrong, work. Yeah, wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, try again. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I, think with, I think with the whole idea around cussing is you really, this is kind of an intro and a launch pad into, you know, just the listeners taking a look at this more deeply. Mm. But I think it really comes down to um, is what you're saying beneficial? Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying going to hurt your witness around them? Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying going against the scripture? And this is all from a purely make sure that you self-examine yourself, mm-hmm. I guess, is just check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of mentality, I guess. so. I would say that, that like I know there are a handful of situations where I will cuss and then I'll look back at that situation and be like, that wasn't a really good model of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you know, like, so there is conviction there. And I think I'm working through that. And that's yeah. why I kind of say like, it's, it's kind of the situation and who I'm around and what dictates if it's okay or not. Uh, Cause like, I feel like in some search situations it is okay, but then I just need to be, I guess more disciplined to know what those situations are. But then at the same time, I'm always praying and thinking about like, yeah, you know, is this entirely okay? Should I just stop altogether? And I, I don't know. I always go back and forth. Well, I always think like at what time it's kind of like when you tell your kids, um, I, I just, this is just my own conviction my own thought. Like I always think about, um, it's okay to have that. Yeah, I know. It's good. Thank you for allowing that. Um, No, just thinking like, at what point do you tell a kid when they say, hey, can I watch this movie? And it's R rated and you go, no, that's for adults. Well, why? What makes it all of a sudden okay with me just because I can want because I'm an adult. And I understand Mm -hmm. like I understand that a kid's thought path and understanding things and processing stuff is way different than an adult. 
But right. at what point, why does that allow it just because I'm older mm-hmm. allow it to be okay for me to watch? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you have more discernment and wisdom, okay. but at the same time, I definitely agree with what you're saying. That, yeah, it's like what what really makes it okay for right. you. Well, I mean, and the thing is, like, do you sit and, like, talk like that with, with Janelle? Or, you know, if you're in the no. room and you're sitting there talking. Like, again, that, and that's what it brings me back to. Like, why do you talk? Well, sometimes I do cuss at home, sure, but not I'm, when Blake's around. But, but why? Like, just, why not? Uh, well, I know I cuss in front of Janelle when it's just me and Janelle and Blake's not there. Uh, like, maybe if we're talking about something and I'm just, like... Uh, just expressing that, mm-hmm. well, that doesn't make sense. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll put some more flavor sure. in there, you know, to, to like express myself. Sure. And like, I mean, m- maybe it offends her. I, I don't know because I haven't really heard, but I know in certain situations she's, she's like, hey, like you probably shouldn't have said it like yeah. that, you know. Right. So, yeah. Well, I was just thinking because like even like Ephesians 4.29, it says, let no corrupting talk come out of our, your mouths, but mm-hmm. only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion. Mm-hmm. That it may gr- that it may give grace to those who hear. Yeah. So you know it's and I'm not saying now again. I mean it, sometimes things like this can make it sound like we're attacking each other or or mm-hmm. I, we're just on focusing on your thing. Like I've got nothing. There's times that I cuss. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean I confess that like that. There's times that I understand like you say something you're just like explicit. You know what? First off, well I feel better now. I've kind of just released it off because would you say a little bit more flavor or whatever? Yeah. Or I've s- expressed something could just kind of get the point across like this is what I'm saying. So I get that, but then mm-hmm. it's also just those. See, I'm more convicted right. in the sense of going like, why would I? Why would I talk like this? I know a lot of people do the whole thing like, if Jesus was in the room, would you cuss? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's super convicting if you really actually sit back and think about that. Yeah. But my thing is, why would I? If I'm trying to raise my children or I'm trying to um, raise my children in a way that honors God. And I'm saying, Hey, yo, like, don't talk like that to your mom or don't talk like that to your sister or your brother. And then I'm over there around Sarah and I'm like, you know, beep, beep, you know, mm-hmm. F this and F that and stuff oh. like that. And then it's like, well, aren't you being a hypocrite? Because you're talking yeah. in a way that is not actually honoring her because she's listening to what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know? And secondly, you're telling again, don't talk filth, but then you're talking filth Telling your kid. Yeah. Like, Hey, don't say, but well, why don't you want your kid to say, but because it's inappropriate. Well, why is it appropriate for you to say the F word around your wife or around them, mm-hmm. you know, or around anyone, you know? Yeah. And that's where, for me, that's where those convictions come in lie and go, well, am I being hypocritical in my approach of how I'm talking? And does it actually hurt my witness to people to actually mm-hmm. share Christ, you know? So that's just, that's just my point. Yeah. On that. A really good video. If you guys want to look it up, uh, it's Paul Tripp. He's watching Stranger uh, Things over here. And it says, uh, Paul Tripp's video, if you look this up on YouTube, it says, what makes uh, bad language bad? Mm-hmm. Really would suggest you watch that video because he gets into the nitty gritty on like cussing, like you said, That's Chad, cool. and like how that affects how hmm. we talk to our kids and stuff like that. Well, I mean, and so, we can make yeah. anything a cuss word. I mean, you can say, oh, son of a spoon. You know, I'm just using Just the example, intent. Just the intent. Just the intent behind right. it. And even like... The lady friend I have, she told me the other day, she's like, don't you say that? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got, just got, just Good. cracked Get, get used to that because yeah. that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's why God created women. Yep. So, for I us, mean, for us yeah. little men. I yeah. mean, that's, so, that. you know, hey, like sometimes, I think you have to be open to being rebuked like that though. And it's like, man, that kind of gave me some more introspection on like, yeah, it does matter if, I could say a letter or I could say two letters and it means something in my mind where it's like, Oh crap. Like that's swearing. Yeah. 
I'm swearing, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm cussing, yeah. and like it may sound quote unquote innocent, but it's not to me. Well, so. there was uh, not to talk to about like Andy Minio or anything like that, but he's got that little podcast that he does with some yeah. of his buddies, and he sits there and he was talking, and he was talking about how he made a this like album, and he made a track and like the course, and he was like super just super pumped up on it, right? And he was, and then Lecrae came in, and he's like, "Yo, Lecrae, like, what do you think of this?" And he's like, "Man, that that was that was whack or something like that." Yeah. And then he's like telling Lecrae, like, yo, man, like, that hurt me. Like, you know, like, you saying that's whack. Like, I, I, like, I look up to you and what you say and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And by you being, you know, saying that my stuff was whack that I thought was fire kind of like, you know, hurt me and stuff. So it's like you were saying, Jack, like, yeah. there's sometimes words that we think that, hey, that's, this is okay to express this because that's how my mind works that I'm okay if I heard it. Yeah. It would motivate me to do, be different or something or do different or be better or whatever. But that person that's hearing it might not actually work that way and actually might hurt them mm-hmm. in a way that's unloving or uncaring. And I'm not saying you have to be PC police. Like you don't have to sit there and, you know, constantly be worrying about what everybody always thinks or feels or something, but we should be consciously always thinking about what people think and what they feel. And are we doing it in a loving way mm-hmm. instead of just being a selfish way? Like, well, that's how I like to hear it. So therefore you should hear it that way too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my sure. truth is my truth. You know, and, you know, you know what I'm saying though? Like, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I just said a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like you know right what I'm saying? There? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I think if Andy's listening, maybe he shouldn't made a garbage track. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, what? too. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. And I was but, like, yeah. Dang. But yeah. Um, one, one thing, so out of that 1689, when you're reading that, um, before, or was this before or after I fell asleep? Um, well, I think you, it was you, after. You read the old English. They actually have a modern day, they have a modern day no translation man. and it's so much better. Okay. Yeah. But, but in that, you know, uh, I, I kind of got a gist of, uh, that, you know, we are, um, walking figures of Jesus, you know, Christians, mm-hmm. which means Christ-like little, mirrors. uh, little, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and so I think that's something we got to think about is that like, we are a representation of Jesus and we should look at ourselves, check ourselves through that lens. Uh, and we get the Holy spirit as a tool to do that and God's word. Uh-huh. And so one thing that I want to share is, uh, I was doing a little research and Romans 14 goes into these things, but, Basically, basically to summarize, um, it says uh, these things may not be strictly prohibited by God's word. Th- these things like, you know, smoking, drinking, all this yeah. stuff. It, it may not be strictly prohibited by God's word, but they can be bad for one's spiritual growth or Christian testimony and can cause other Christians to stumble. So that sounded weird. What version is that? Oh, it's not that. that, oh, okay. that, like, that like, that's that not the. Really weird. That, that's not the Bible. Okay, this, is, this is an article. No, no, no. That yeah, no, that's not the Sorry, Bible. This you, is well, then someone. Like, I'm quoting, so then we know. I am quoting on. an article Thank which you. I'll put on the show notes. Oh my god! I was like, no, you're just gonna. Hey, those are nice baseball fields. You know, you're gonna get people that be like, "What verse is that? What are you talking about?" Yeah, you know, crazy stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Them discernment warriors. Discernment warriors. <laughs> Come at me. Take a chill pill. Um, <laughs> take a chill pill. I'm ready, y'all. not ready. Uh, yeah, so it's like, you know, God's word is going to strictly prohibit some things, but then it's not very, you know, clear on other things. And that's why we need to lean on each other and the Holy Spirit to 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 know yeah i mean when you're in, good, yeah right? when you're in community like god gave us community for a reason like he mm-hmm. yes he saved us individually but he also saved us to be within the body of believers yeah. too and that's there he puts us in 
the body of believers in the church in basically what we're talking about in order to check ourselves because mm-hmm. we have the spirit among us. So then yeah. how, how do we follow God's word and keep in step with the spirit to know what is good for us? I mean, obviously being in prayer, yeah. obviously always asking Christ to set our hearts on him. Always that when we would make decisions in our lives of how we choose to, um, and this isn't just cussing, like it's yeah. everything like, you know, our liberties of, you know, with our wives or with our children mm-hmm. or with our friends or in community mm-hmm. to like constantly like help our hearts to be ones that reflect Christ in everything we do, mm-hmm. you know, to always put him as the forefront and always look to him as, as we go forward and how we live daily. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, oh, go for it. yeah, just to add to that, I would say just ask questions yeah. of yourself and of yep. others. Like, is this helpful for me? Is this helpful for my witness? Is yep. this helpful in the community? Am I being wise with my liberty? Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. those things, just yeah. asking those questions and not being like cagey about it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. basically like if somebody asks you a question like, hey, do you think you smoking cigars is your vice right now or is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. really well? Like I got asked that a couple of days and I'm like, hmm. And so I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? It's like it's not really an issue for me because I've stopped smoking cigars on weeks ends Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been a huge issue, but like I said, ask those questions and mm-hmm. do it in a way where you're asking a, at least if it's believer to believer, ask it, ask of it like your family. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just to like go with you, so it doesn't seem like again, like it's just all on you. For instance, I mean, I'm not obviously a very fit guy, but the thing is, you know, food is something that's really hard for me too. Mm-hmm. Like knowing my limit also of eating. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't have to go take seconds, or I don't have to go and yeah. you know eat my kids' food just because I grew up poor. You know, I can I can put that in the garbage, or I can save it for lunch tomorrow. I don't have to go and finish off those. Plates, I'll have you know to steal my kids. Right, I don't have Auburn. to steal. I don't have to steal all my kids. Yeah, food. Byron the King County baby. That's awesome. That's real life. But you right know what I'm there. saying? But you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And it wasn't always King County, but, Dude. um, but anyways, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just yeah. even things like that, it's, you know, my vice is like food, mm-hmm. you know, I've, it, it's just like, yo man, like you don't need to be eating all that. Like that's not appropriate at all. And it's not even a good, and then telling River cause he does, you know, baseball and be like, yo man, you need to watch what you eat and stuff like that. Yet I'm over here like, hur, 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 hur. you know, like, like, mm-hmm. you know, just fat Albert just hanging out. Over here. <laughs> you know, just like, you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like, it's no, like, I that's being you. hypocritical. Yeah. No, yeah. I get you. You know, and I need to be convicted by those things. And I am convicted by those, but it's like in, when we're convicted, do we listen to the Holy Spirit or do we try to like muff mm-hmm. him out? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and just try to say, well, I hear you, but whatever. Whatever, yeah. God. And whatever. I think, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, God. Whatever. Well, I think that harkens back to uh, community with other believers is that it's very important to, um, you know, if you are struggling with those things and you feel God is pulling you away from something that, uh, you know, yeah, pray about it, be in his word mm-hmm. and ask mm-hmm. the spirit for help. But mm-hmm. you need other people around you to yep. see accountability, that, yeah, to yeah. see that third angle yep. and to really help you uh, discern what is true and what you were doing and um, for you to be able to, uh, you know, put that sin to death, like whatever is ruling you. If it is, then, you know, you'll 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 get help from someone else as well to 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 then curb that and. Um, you know, make it to where it uh, still honors God and you can still do it maybe, or yeah. you just stop doing whatever it is entirely. So sometimes it comes to that. Sometimes you have to just stop what you're doing, you know, and just be like, you know, like, yeah. I know that's not good for me. I know that's not honoring to yeah. God at the end of the day. Like, I know that I keep doing this. I know it's not honoring to people around me, you know, and stuff. And it's not caring or loving mm-hmm. and just being like, 
I just need to stop doing that. Yeah. Like flat out. That's just what it is. Any final thoughts? Like I said, uh, be patient with one another. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. um, yep. like I said, uh, attributes Paul, of you love. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but like Paul Washer even talks about how your repentance is not going to be perfect. So, I mean, make sure that you're just bearing with one another and bearing with one another in your burdens too. Uh-huh. Uh, that happened to me on Sunday and I ugly cried and we had to mm. do some like spiritual warfare stuff. But mm. yet again, bear with one another. Like if you are, if you confess that Jesus is Lord and that you are in the church, like that is something radically different than the non-believer. Mm-hmm. So your family in that sense, non-believer, it's like, Hey, the, if they get saved, they get saved. And then we'll deal with that later. But for brothers and sisters in Christ, it's a different mentality to have and your family and you should act like family. Uh, we serve the perfect God, but we're not the perfect family. You know, mm-hmm. that's yep. the paradox. Yep. But um, I would just say, make sure that you're patient with one another, that you're bearing with them, but that you're also asking those questions and mm-hmm. spurring them on to righteousness, so to say. I know yeah. I went super pastoral right there, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's perfect. No, it's good. I think it's a good 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 place to stop so um again just appreciate all you guys listening guys and gals um we appreciate you following us uh just definitely want you to rate and review us on itunes you can subscribe on patreon and follow us on all the socials and uh instagram is kind of our primary right now it's where we kind of feed everything into uh but yeah would appreciate a rate and review on iTunes. It'd be great. Yep, it um, allows us to be seen more by more people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Excited to pump out more content. Um, love y'all. Yep. Peace. Peace. Later. Bye.